Welcome to the Taz Show Podcast. Canada Day long weekend is just about here. Peacock, I know you're going to be spending it in Toronto where temperatures may reach 37 degrees. They may reach 37. I'll be down near the lake, so I'm hopefully that'll be, hoping it'll be like maybe 33, 34. Is that <laughs> your parents' place? Parents' place is right down on the lake, so. Very nice. Hopefully it's a little cool. Jim, are you leaving town at all this weekend? I am going to Bayfield on Sunday. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to the Black Dog Pub or restaurant. I'm not exactly sure there. how they, yeah, yeah, so. Great spot. I'll Soak be, it in a little bit. I'll be, um. I'll be around here and uh, trying to stay cool. Poolside? It is going to be hot. Hopefully, if you have a pool, give us a call. I'd love to come by your house. (laughs) (laughs) Bring my whole family. (laughs) It's going to be like 44 degrees on Saturday and Sunday with the Humidex. And there are some advisories in effect with that, obviously. Yeah, it's it's, it's, uh, so we have a heat alert and a heat warning. Environment Canada is saying this heat event... Is going to be one of the worst we've had in the past couple of years. So it's not just the worst of the year or even worse than last year. The past couple of years, this is going to be the the hottest it's been for a while. And it's going to go right into next week. So, Jim, have some how hot is it jokes ready for Tuesday when we come back uh, live on the air, okay? I, I will. It's so hot out there. How hot is it? I don't know. I just told you to come up with the joke. <laughs> you son of a gun. <laughs> On the show this morning, we've got a listener who had a missed connection. He fell in love at a concert, and he's trying to find the girl of his dreams. We'll try and help him out with that. Also, you got to remember this during the Canada Day long weekend. The Tash Show Podcast. And there's some great stuff going on in the area if you're looking to celebrate our country this weekend. I'm going to be at the um, Mount Bridges Canada Day Parade on Sunday morning. That should be fun. It's There's a pancake breakfast, the parade, fire trucks, tractors, like a great small town parade, yeah, right, Jim? Yeah, all the staples. Got to love it. Looking forward to that. And then we've got the celebration going on in Harris Park for Canada Day. All different cultures coming together, celebrating uh, Canada, and then some bands at night. Tribute to Pearl Jam going to be performing. We've got our friends from After the Lounge that are on the bill. And an ACDC tribute just before the fireworks go off Sunday night at 10 o'clock. It's going to be a good one. Now remember, if you are singing the national anthem this weekend, they did change the lyrics to make it gender neutral. It's no longer in all thy sons command. It's in all of us command. Mm -hmm. Just remember that when you're singing the anthem this weekend. But don't get too used to it because... We've discovered, this is a news story that broke this morning, they're changing the lyrics to O Canada again this October. October 17th is the date that they're switching over to this version. Oh, cannabis, it's legal in our land. (laughs) True chronic love. Your mind you can expand With growing plants and bloodshot eyes The great white north is green It's countrywide, oh cannabis So toke that wild weed No longer banned Come smoke a bowl with me Oh cannabis We don't just have hockey Oh, cannabis, enjoy the THC. Wow. Thank you, Ann Murray. She's sounding good, isn't she? 
relevant. <laughs> that was amazing. The Taz Show Podcast. Taz, Jim, Devin Peacock's with us. And we are joined by our World Cup expert, Butler, the guy with the British accent. It's legit. How are you, Butler? Morning, fellas. How's it going? Good, man. Are you back in Canada or are you still in the UK? I am back in Canada. Yep. Welcome home. Thank you. It is home now after 30 years, I guess. You, uh, you, were you excited during that England game yesterday? Because uh, I was watching with a couple English fans over at McCabe's, and they said it didn't matter whether or not you won or not. It was a strange. It was a strange game. Both teams played their B teams respectively. Um, I, I thought that I left Harry Kane on there to get that golden boot, but uh, you know he's fresh. He's going to be uh, ready for Colombia when we take them on on Tuesday. Can't wait for that one. Is Harry Kane leading with the most goals, or Ronaldo? Yep. Who's in the lead here? Uh, Kane's got five. Ronaldo's got four. Nice. Um, what about Colombia? Uh, we went and watched that game as well yesterday, and the Colombian fans are pretty excited. Do you think they're going to put up a fight against England? Absolutely. Like they, you know, even coming second in that group, it's put us on the side of the draw. Everybody's European except Colombia. I, I didn't see anything I was worried about, but you know, you never know. Now, I, I'd hate to be a bookmaker because I, I've tried to plot this, and I, I can't even figure out who's going to win it. I've got England going to the final anyway. Why not? Yeah, it, it's I tough. Well, look at it. look at the team that was expected to win the entire tournament. Jim put all his eggs in in Germany's basket in the yep. pool that you run, Butler, and uh, he's not doing very well now, is he? Well, I did exactly the same, and you know, last time I spoke to you, I said never rule out the Germans, but I guess I've got to eat my words now. Like they they were pathetic, really, <laughs> considering. <laughs> Yeah, what do you think's going on there? Because uh, Italy got put out after they won the World Cup uh, the next year. Spain got put out when they won the World Cup the next year early. Is there is there a World Cup curse recently, or what's going on? Well, there is a curse, and I think when England won it in '66, we got put out early in 1970. So yeah, I think there is a curse. But you know what? It makes it interesting. There's going to be a new champion, and you know, I'm really excited. It could be anybody. It absolutely could. I think Mexico have got a heck of a chance against Brazil. Wasn't part of it you've. You've got like a, a younger team that replaces the older, more experienced team. Well, in in England's case, we we got a young team. Uh, Mexico, I've got, I think, one of the oldest average teams in the competition. So, I, I would love to see Mexico beat Brazil. If you had to choose someone now, as we head into the knockout round, round, uh, who would you pick? Uh, I'm going. I'm. Nah, I don't want to jinx it, do I? Uh, I think. I think Croatia are going to go deep. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> You're just you, picking teams you want to lose. <laughs> oh well, you know what? I, I've got England, France in the final. I just don't want Portugal to advance. You know. England, France, that's what uh, the English fans I was with yesterday afternoon. They're saying it's going to be England, France, or it's going to be Colombia, France. I can't. I can't see Colombia getting past Spain or Croatia. I think England are going to beat. It's going to be an England against Spain or Croatia semi-final, and I got Brazil and France in the other one. But you know, again, like I said, I'd be a poor bookmaker because I've got nothing right so far. Just speaking of one last crazy thing from the tournament, Japan moving on. It, they were tied with Senegal with goals for, goals against to move on to the next knockout round, and only got by based on. Who, which team had less yellow cards? Have you ever heard of something like that in the World Cup or even Euro Cup? I think that's new this year. It's the fair, the, like the Fair Play Award. Uh, and I think if England and Belgium, there was talk when they played, uh, you know, one team getting a yellow card so that they'd have more than the other team so that they would finish second. It was a crazy game to watch. But, uh, yeah, it's, you know what? Why not? Fair play. 
Japan, obviously, they, they're cleaning up the stadiums after the games. Their, their manners are a lot better. They're not getting yellow cards. They're so polite. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Butler. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the, uh, the World Cup soccer, and we'll talk to you next week, okay? Okay, guys. Have a good weekend. The Tash Show Podcast. Kells, FM 96. Now the box is coming. The band's still flying high after the success of the rally last Saturday in Hamilton. 24, 25,000 people in attendance. Jim Kelly, you were one of them. You had a great time. Oh, it's an amazing, amazing night. Your date enjoyed herself as well? She had a miserable time. <laughs> It's a pretty great band to go see uh, with a date. Like Arkells, you know, guys love Arkells, ladies love Arkells. Mm-hmm. They got some great tunes. And uh, love was in the air, apparently, at the rally. This is the message that somebody left our promotions department. I'm up in Aurelia. My name is Matthew. Um, I was hoping you'd give me a call back. It's kind of like a bit of a pipe dream, long-term, serendipitous sort of thing. Uh, I'm the helpless romantic of my group of friends, and I'm not sure if you can help me at all based on privacy concerns, but I'm sure your liability for giving out information. But long, sappy story short, I had a great time at the Arkells concert. A few friends of mine and I were down there on Saturday. We hit it off with a couple people that, if I'm not mistaken, told us that they won the contest uh, through you guys, a couple girls from London. Uh, I'm the cupid of my friends. I have one drunk idiot friend that I was taking care of and maintaining for the night and another hopeless romantic too afraid to talk to girls friend and uh, he hit it off with a lovely young lady that I believe was sitting next to us from contest seats that you had won obviously there's no way of getting contact information through you but I was just curious if you perhaps had that contact information and potentially where I could go for there I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Serendipity with John Cusack I'm kind of channeling that right now if you haven't watched that and then get back to me if you have a moment Again, total pipe dream, random question. But if uh, you can help me out, I would appreciate it. My name again is Matthew. It's a matter of the heart. <laughs> what do you think of this guy? <laughs> Any man who says he's a hopeless romantic? You don't trust him. I don't trust him. <laughs> and he said it's a matter of the heart. Like, I appreciate him, like, going the extra mile. It's, he had a good you time. You know, but, like, yeah, that's he kind of seems desperate. You should have taken the shot in the moment. You got to go for it there, bud. Yeah, you can't really second guess. It's not like after uh, the series against the Golden State Warriors, LeBron could make a phone call and ask if they could play the game over, <laughs> right? It's yeah. like, you, the game's over, dude. You lost. You're like you, You're already in Hamilton, the most romantic city in Ontario. If it's not going to happen there... And I haven't seen the movie Serendipity with John Cusack, so I, I, maybe I do need to watch that and would change my perspective. However, this uh, some people may find it romantic. I find it mildly stalkerish. It is, but if it, if it doesn't work out, it's stalkerish. If the woman is thinking the same thing, like, shoot, I should have got that guy's number, then it's a magical moment. Yeah. I just have a feeling that she's not <laughs> going to be in the same boat. Well, who knows? We cannot give... That guy, this guy, any information about our winners? 
obviously we're not going to just start, okay, here's all the ladies who won tickets through us. Here's their phone numbers. See if you can find the one you're looking for. No, we can't do that for you, Matt. But if that lady is listening and she won tickets through us and you were sitting next to a bunch of guys, one guy was uh, a drunk idiot, one guy was really shy, and the other guy was Matt, (laughs) who you just heard, a real hopeless romantic, (laughs) then call us here at the radio station and we will give you Matt's contact information. How does that sound? That's, Come on. That's the best we can do. It's a matter of the heart. It's a matter of the heart. Missed connections. Oh, my goodness. The phone is already ringing here. Please. Hi, FM 96. Hi, Taz. I just wanted to say I think you guys are quite opinionated when it comes to the male side of your announcement. I think that guy was really romantic. Ah. Are you the girl who was at the Arkells concert? No, I definitely was not. I have a fiancé, and I'm very happy. I just think going the extra mile to try and get her number is a great idea. No, we're, we're not. Like, we say we appreciate this guy putting in the work. However, I said I think it's a little stalkerish and exactly. mildly creepy. You're right. It is a little Well, it does, it does depend on, on the way. We, we don't know how things played out at the show. And you're right, the other girl. But that's why we're doing this for Matt. The reason exactly. we played his call on the air is hoping that the girl felt the same way, and if she calls, we're going to connect the two of them. Okay, well, great. I hope she calls. Thanks, Todd. Okay, thank you. Oh, Jim, the phone's ringing. <laughs> Come on, everything. Is this Matt's missed connection? Hello, FM 96. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Good. What's your name? Lou. Lou? Yep. Were you at the Arkell show on the weekend, Lou? <laughs> no, I was. Oh, Lou, what are you doing? You keep getting Matt's uh, Matt's hopes way up there. Uh, uh, I just wanted to call and say I I do believe it, that men can be hopeless romantics, but my biggest problem with what you guys said was that Hamilton is the most romantic city in Ontario. Did we say that? He, Jim was kidding. <laughs> Jim was joking, obviously. The good old hammer. But if you fall in love in the hammer, then it is the most romantic city to you, right? Yeah, I, yeah, I suppose for those that do. We'll see what happens. I'll be listening to uh, see if there's a connection made there or not. I hope there is, for Matt's sake. Let's hope. <laughs> the Tash Show Podcast. If you like car racing, automobiles, and you're looking for some plans this weekend, Toronto Motorsports Park has the Nitro Nationals going on. There's camping, all sorts of cars, and trucks like the Shockwave. Ah! Shockwave is powered by three jet engines. So it looks like a, it's like a tractor trailer with three jet engines <laughs> propelling it. It's crazy. The pilot is Chris Darnell, and he's on the phone with us right now. How you doing, Chris? I'm good, guys. How are you doing? Very well. Now, when it comes to an automobile, does it need to have jet engines for you to be classified as a pilot? I guess you would say that. We try and stay on the ground, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is it insane. a driver slash pilot. Okay, so you, you, this is a custom-built race truck, Shockwave. 
the pictures are impressive. Like, look at this thing. It just screams horsepower. Where do you find jet engines to put into a truck like this? Uh, they're hard to find. They uh, come from military surplus and, and uh, things like that. But the, the cost of these jet engines that we're running on, on Shockwave, we have three of them on there. And the cost to the U.S. government initially when they were first built was $1 million each. So wow. They, uh, it's, a, it's an expensive truck, but it sure is impressive. And, you know, it's the most powerful ground vehicle in the world. I love a good deal. Tell me you didn't pay a million each for those <laughs> engines. Yeah, absolutely not. Uh, so you get them secondhand, you know? US government kind of money. <laughs> <laughs> a, a, couple, a couple of miles or kilometers on them, but uh, worth it. As soon as you drive or fly those jet engines off the lot, they depreciate in value, right? <laughs> there you go, yep. So like how, fa- how fast does Shockwave go? Shockwave actually holds the world record for semi-trucks at 376 miles per hour, which is registered in the Guinness Book of World Records. Wow. And, so do you have to go uh, to the, about, the desert or something for that and to find some flatlands, no, or where do you go? I, I actually do that just about every weekend, um, running it at air shows all over North America. Okay. I uh, just, just left uh, an Air Force base in Hill Hill Air Force Base in Utah last weekend had 600,000 people over the weekend, um, and I raced planes with the truck at the air shows. But this weekend at Toronto Motorsports Park, we will be uh, going down the quarter mile. The truck puts on an awesome smoke and fire show, shoots fire about 100 feet out the back. The stacks, the smokestacks shoot fire out the top. Um, it's something that it is isn't quite even describable to witness it live. I mean, it's it's really awesome. The noise must be deafening. Yeah, you can actually hear the truck about seven miles away is what I've heard. <laughs> um, <laughs> about the furthest we've heard. <laughs> what are the brakes like? You must go through brakes. If you're going 376 miles per hour to stop the truck, that's got to take a lot of uh, resistance. Yeah, it has special military-grade... Um, parachutes that stop it. So I put out two big 16-foot military parachutes to stop at the type of me- type of parachutes that they use for like dropping cargo. Yeah. So it it stops faster than you think. We'll actually run over 200 miles per hour in the quarter mile. Wow. Uh, at air shows, I'll run a half mile. You know, in the 360, 370 mile per hour range. But on the quarter mile, we can still run just over 200 miles per hour, which is insane and you know still get a nine thousand pound truck stopped um in the same distance that these cars that weigh 1500 pounds stop in so tell me you uh, got a deal on those parachutes too (laughs) yeah you know you kind of well parachute might be one of those things you wouldn't mind paying full price for and buying new right (laughs) (laughs) they're slightly slightly important we actually just before we left Utah, we put on two brand new ones uh, that were made special for drag racing. Uh, so we're we're ready to go for the weekend. Right on. You wear a helmet, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, we we wear the same same safety gear that like the top fuel uh, dragsters and funny cars wear. Uh, you know, fire suit, helmet, all that stuff. Fire shoes. Have you ever been in an accident? Ever been a crash with Shockwave? I have not, thankfully. Um, we'll knock on some wood for you here. Yeah, there you go. 
but uh, yeah, this weekend we'll be out there. They're going to have nitro cars, nitro funny cars, uh, nitro dragsters. They've got pro mods, an awesome class of pro mods that'll be out there. Some jet dragsters, Neil Armstrong's jet dragster. They've also got a, a new truck uh, to Canada. It's a, I think it's called the Extreme Machine Jet Freightliner is going to be there too. So we're going to have to uh, try and show him up. I'm just looking at this thing, imagining it driving down the 401 shockwave. <laughs> <laughs> like this thing tries to pass you. There's the fire coming out of the back, out of the stacks. Imagine if you're in the left lane and that thing was trying to pass you. <laughs> <laughs> it is an impressive yeah, it makes, machine. It makes 21 thousand pounds of thrust so uh i actually do car burns once in a while i'm doing one next weekend but they'll stack cars up behind it and once i bring the throttles all the way up to where it's making full thrust and i ignite the afterburner it just sends the car rolling across the field oh my god <laughs> if you see shockwave coming get out of the way <laughs> Chris, yeah, it'll, clear, it'll clear the freeway. It sounds like a great weekend at torontomotorsports.com. You can get more details, and uh, it's worth the drive to Cayuga. If you're a fan of automobiles and you just want to see a good show and spend some time outside this weekend, it's the place to be. Thanks so much, Chris, for uh, joining us, and I'm sure everyone's going to have a great time with Shockwave this weekend. The weekend full of, of uh, racing they have us running Friday night, twice on Saturday, and then again on Sunday. So we'll see everybody out there. The Tash Show Podcast.